Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the show that doesn't get invited to family functions, the audience of one show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get podcasts from. I am Andrew, the Pogo King, next to the man who wants to be the leader of a cult just for the women, Mr. Dick Schisler. And and the power over the men. Come on. Oh, you, you get off on that, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Women and power over men. I, you know, I really wish I was there in person for the discussion with, like, was that Koresh guy and uh-huh. the other cult leaders who, like, bring up the ideas, like, oh, I'm going to take your wife. <laughs> You're cool with that, right? And I guess at that point, they kind of have to be, right? Yeah, that's what I was wondering, because it's like, do you think they're going to kill you? Or, like, what do you say with the yeah, cult leader? What if you say no? No, bro, she's mine. Well, yeah. Not part of the rules. Sorry. I like it. <laughs> you know what you so. signed up for. Yeah. So anyways, you'll have to let me know how that goes once you become the cult leader and how many, uh, <laughs> what the tote board looks like for the women afterwards, all right? They, those cult leaders get a bad rap, man. Yeah, they do. Well, the weather's changing a little bit. It got a little chilly overnight. Yeah. yeah. Now you can finally wear that sweater and not look like a fool. Well, it gets cold in the studio sometimes. That's what you say. You know, so it reminds me a little bit, though, when it gets colder weather, um, I start wearing you know longer pants a little more often, and I also start wearing taller socks. You know, and one of the things that always bothers me. Well, okay, so let me ask you something. Okay. Let me ask you something. This is serious now. Serious. You ready? You have a tall sock? Serious, serious. (laughs) Yeah. A drawer just for tall socks. What size shoe do you wear, Dick? Uh, 10. Okay. Maybe you don't have the same problem I do. But I wear anywhere from an eight to a nine, depending on the style of shoe. Most of my shoes are going to be eight and a half, right? When you go to buy socks, they say fit men's shoe sizes six to 12. Okay. My ass. Okay, <laughs> so for the last, I don't know, the large majority of my adult years, I have been wearing socks where the heel is basically in the middle of my calf because it doesn't fit me. And I'm wondering if guys who have like size 12 or the other way around where their heel is basically in, in the arch of their foot. It's so annoying. So I noticed when, today when I went to put my socks, I'm like, oh yeah, it's that time of year where I've got the odd heel. God, so annoying. How hard is it to make a pair of socks in different sizes? Well, stop buying the same socks. They're all that way. No, it's not, not so. It's no, not, not so bad with the like this the short the day socks. Of the internet. There's probably some complainer just like you, and they make a little ad saying, "You tired of having the heels of your socks on your calves? Are you a little petite man like yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll <laughs> enjoy these socks." Let me ask you this though: Are you the type of person that has a winter wardrobe? Well, I did before I moved here. No doubt, it got a little bit colder in the DFW area, especially working in downtown, like I did. But since I moved to the Houston area, and I have a drawer full of sweaters, I haven't I haven't worn in years. Well, yeah, because I, I remember... It just doesn't get cold enough. When a girlfriend literally changes out her entire closet for the winter. Like, she takes all their clothes out, and she had clothes in storage that was for winter. And I was like, that's way it's too It's got to be a woman thing. Yeah, I guess. Because... I guess. I don't know. 
Also would like to uh, show the onesies here. I have a new <clears throat> fully functioning transformer. This would be Optimus that Prime. That looks like a knockoff, dude. This is, uh, it may be. That but looks before you like make fun of it, before you make fun of it, my son bought this for me after listening to the last episode oh, yeah. and the traumatic story that I told of breaking my uh, Optimus Prime on Christmas morning of yeah. 1983. He heard that, and so thank you, Austin, for getting me a Optimus Prime. Well, hey, can, Austin, maybe use. you should shell a little bit more dough <laughs> and get a non-knockoff. <laughs> Austin, it's fine. It's fine. Trust me. <laughs> no, he cares so much. So like, how, how was your weekend, man? It was good. Uh, worked all weekend and like hung out with friends and I was kind of disappointed that the cold front didn't come on on Friday so we could do fires. Oh yeah, yeah. So that I have was... a fire pit at my house and if I ever invited you over to my house, you could enjoy it with me. Well, you're but... not allowed to invite me yeah, over. Yeah, I don't I don't ever invite you over though. That's what happens. Yeah. Sorry about that. We learned I'm, that last I'm, week. Yeah, I'm that I'm that friend that people <clears throat> don't invite when there's family around. Right. Because I'm always the guy that brings up the most random conversations, especially yeah. if it's political. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. do you guys think of this wiener guy? <laughs> He's been showing his wiener. Yeah, time to go home, Dick. Yeah. It's getting uh, late early. Yeah. Always the conversation ends up with guys named Wiener when I'm talking. Inevitably. Yeah. Inevitably. I think that, I think it's because my name's Dick. You think? I think that's yeah, what it that's is. Yeah, that's what it is. Think, other than that, man, it was good. It was a beautiful weekend. Uh just So just what's hung your out. what's your tender feed look like these days? Oh, I didn't do any of that. You're asking married men that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see this girl? Yeah. I, I, I don't I, even care if she's a bot, man. Check this out. Yeah. I love it, dude. <laughs> well, oh. I am sipping a beverage. Oh. I don't know if you've noticed or not. It's a beverage from Ingenious Brewery. Okay. I don't know what it is, but perhaps we have somebody here that could tell us what kind of beer this is. Oh, we is. have a special guest. We do have a special guest. As teased last week, we have Matt Black from Ingenious... Is it Matt or Matthew? Uh, whatever you fancy. Matt Black, everyone, <laughs> from Ingenious Matt, Brewery. Matt Black sounds a little cooler, so we're all with that. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So you have yeah. the uh, distinguished honor of being the very first guest that has come back twice. Maybe because he brings beer. I don't know. There could be a correlation <laughs> there. But welcome back to Audience of One, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, we're actually drinking? We're drinking this uh, Houston Hellas Lager. I had some stashed away in the fridge because this is our, uh, our end of summer, uh, beginning kind of fall uh, beer that we make for the, uh, in tribute to the Astros. So is it on sale out. now because they lost to the Rangers or <laughs> just going to throw it's that a, out it, there? It's already all gone, so we don't have to worry about it. Oh, okay, cool. That. Yeah, yeah everybody, cool. everybody drank it during game seven. It's They're actually like, yep. really good. Yeah, Very it, light. It's a Helles lager, so it's a German style uh, lager, just an excellent, uh, an excellent beer. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, I keep up with you guys on social. And it seems like you guys always have really, really cool events going on at the um, brewery. Is it a brewery or what else did we call it? Last week we were debating on what to call it. A was it Ingenious Brew or Ingenious uh, Brewing? That's what it was. Ingenious yeah, Brewing or is it Ingenious Brewery? That's a brewing company. Brewing. So, yeah. It, w well, it's considered to be a brewery. Uh, when you're talking about it in terms of that, but when you're like just talking about it, it's an ingenious. Okay. It's a brewing company, but we call it a brewery when you want to go. Perfect. Come out or tap room, whatever you. you well, know. at your tap room, you always have these really cool events going on, like Mario Kart racing and stuff like yeah. that. And I have to ask you, um, I don't know if you've ever participated or been there when those events are going on. Is it usually like a teenage kid that wins those things? Or is so, there like an age restriction? You have to be 21 and up to win. I mean, how's those things? How does that work? Well, I mean, we usually try, you know, obviously it's a brewery, so we want more adults to come out. So we usually get, mm -hmm. you know, people, um, 
that are in their you know twenties or thirties coming out to play the you know Smash yeah, Brothers and Mario. They still Kart. play video games. Yeah, I mean, I loser. Well, there's a reason I'm asking. Yeah, I'm in my late twenties and I, I play video games still, so it's definitely you know my generation I, is real big. I'm on, in my uh, almost forties and I still play World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I know that. <laughs> uh, no, no, I asked if the kids were winning, not necessarily yes. if they're participating. Yes, yeah, there will be a few kids that'll play, and yeah, Dominate. sometimes it's a competition. And then I complain. I love like, to... what are kids doing in a brewery. <laughs> That's my favorite part, though, is just beating the kids, you know. Yeah, so the the reason (laughs) I ask is years ago when my daughter, at the time she was probably 11 or 12 years old, started, you know, playing Mario Kart. I'm like, I'll show you how to do this. I played this back in the day. And she didn't just beat me. She whooped me. Like, she was significantly better than I was. I'm like, wait, how did she get to be so good at Mario Kart? And, of course, eventually I played a little bit more, and it got to the point where I beat her every now and again. But I was just wondering if this is just my daughter, or is it all these kids? you just kids suck just... at Mario Kart. Yeah, you're probably just not very good. That's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah. I think we've identified the issue here. Okay. Yeah. And you Sorry. Know, it looks like fun out there. It's it's a lot of fun, yeah. yeah. like We like we like doing events like that because it just brings uh, you know different types of people out to the brewery. And when we do – we have a Puerto Rican night that we do, and it is – insane we have a, a puerto rican cuisine food truck that comes out nice and it we make we do beers that are you know puerto rican themed i guess fun names and we'll add like you know citrus fruit flavors and interesting flavors to some of our beer uh like we small batch stuff and we'll add like tangerine to an ipa or something trying and throw it on to draft. think of a traditional puerto rican meal isn't it like fried bananas don't they do fried bananas as like yeah, a side dish or yeah they have they have quite a few different things uh you know i, I i'm not going to go on about them because <laughs> i don't want somebody you know to be like oh that's not a puerto rican dish you know but we definitely have a we definitely have a food truck that uh that that comes out and and provides food for the event and we just we get a really good local community that comes out for those so we like to do you know themed events that bring different uh, types of people out let's let the people know that ingenious is if you want to know any information i put links and locations and you know all their social media so if you want to check it out see what they're doing it's all right there, too. So as we're talking to Matt from Ingenious Brewery, I know some people are kind of like, well, where is this? Mm-hmm. Humble, Texas. Humble, Texas. Not humble. That's it's, right. It's humble. Humble with an H. Yeah, I saw you guys had like this serial killer trivia night a few weeks back. That looked like a real trip. But that's something I'm you... about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet that's something you probably yeah. would have done pretty good at. Yeah. Theme, theme trivia nights are fun, too. We get very specific. You know, that way we bring different fans out from different types of movies. Because uh, when you do general trivia, like general categories of trivia, you run out of ideas quickly. So we will do like Will Ferrell trivia, Adam Sandler movie trivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll also get real specific. Like we'll do a certain movie. You know, if it's a series like Halloween movie, right? We'll do a whole thing about all the Halloween movies. Well, if you have any say and like what the multiple choice answers are up on the screen. The next serial killer, have Dick Schistler as one of the oh, options. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> local <laughs> local serial killer. No, what's great? No, this is one of the options up. There's like Son of Sam or something, no, we'll, and then we'll B do. is Dick. <laughs> no, what, what we'll do is we'll get like we'll get a picture of me of the exact same outfit I'm wearing there. <laughs> So when everyone sees it on the TV, they'd be like, that looks like that guy a little bit. That's kind of weird. Your eyes start darting left and right. Oh, no. (laughs) You find yourself very quickly the last person left there. (laughs) I like it. I'm surprised you're drinking an Astros beer. I told you I'm not an Astros hater, man. I told yeah, you, you I'm are. not. No. Well, if you're, if you're just, a Rangers fan, you got to hate the Astros. Boo. I just I just told you I'm a Rangers fan, but that doesn't mean I'm an Astros hater. Okay. Okay? Boo. I, Fair you, enough. I, see? You, you guys have hate in your heart. That's all there <laughs> is to it. Of course they do. Just because we got beat. I know. No, y'all are salty, man. Because we got caught cheating. That's why we're mad. <laughs> do you know how many other people didn't get caught cheating, though? 
I mean, who a, cares? Lot. Probably yeah. a lot. Probably a lot. A lot. Probably the Rangers. <laughs> that's probably like, juicing. That's like the number one comment that people give the Astros about, oh, we should, you know, like when if you go on like Facebook or Instagram, people will rant anytime they post Astros. Like, su- Those su- people aren't even stories. real, though. Yeah. So, yeah, most of them aren't. But the ones that are will sit there and, and cry about that. And if if you actually went back and looked there, you know, the Dodgers were, were getting hit, like should have gotten hit for it. The Yankees. Yeah. There was other teams. Yeah, there, there were several. So it's like I, I've seen that. Hat. Everybody cheats. But not everybody cheat. brought a trash can. <laughs> trash can lid. Yeah. Not everybody gets caught. Right. Again, I would love to watch that. Some guy's job was to hit a trash can. It's like it's out yeah, there. They have you, video. You, you can see it. They have videos of them like actually banging on the trash cans. Mm-hmm. I wonder why nobody said anything before. Like, what's this guy doing banging on a trash can? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all. I think it's a cover up. Yeah, there it's was, not. They wasn't just trash cans. They're juicing and doing all sorts of stuff. There was more important uh, events going on at that time that the the whole cheating scandal covered up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, so we're drinking the Astros beer, which is pretty good. Uh, it's not piss, so that's nice. That's, yeah, we we, here uh, we go. yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> so la- last time we had a, uh, I guess Dick had a, a line of measuring beers, whether or not it was piss or not piss, uh, that, which was pretty interesting. We have a, a a story if you'd like to cover that now of a man in China who was caught peeing in the Sing Tao uh, beer vat, and I thought that was pretty um, you gotta egregious. Be... It's going to be a good angle. There is a picture. I don't know if you want to show it. There is a picture of him literally oh, just taking a whiz in the beer vat. Yeah. yeah I mean, we got to. But it's a uh, Singtao Breeze, China's second largest beer producer, I'm right? So, Wait, so mm-hmm. so he, he opened opened it up and stood there while someone filmed him? Or he I got think it was, a, it was a security cam. Okay. And it's funny because, you know, you hear people who don't like beer, like, oh, man, I don't like that. It's just based piss water, anyways. Well,. This goes to <laughs> confirm it, it might be part of the... Uh, there it oh, is. It's no. so wrong. So no, wrong. this guy's got hate in his heart. He really does. Astros fan. He's just <laughs> mad that the Astros lost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was just a calling. This is all going to uh, the Ranger Stadium, all this, <laughs> uh, right. all this they're, beer. They're shipping it off. <laughs> I mean, it's just a calling. When you got to go, you got to go. I guess so. And they show but, a picture of it on the shelf, like, hey, this is where you can find your local piss. <laughs> so I guess, well, I guess no, that, knowing beer weirdos, they'd probably want to buy it. Right. You know, it's yeah, like a limited batch yeah, of man. piss. It's like an error card in baseball. I can't remember if we talked about this last time, but there's a beer out there that is supposed to be labeled as one of the most metal beers ever, and they made it out of human, like they brewed it with human teeth. Yes, you mentioned that. I think um, we talked about that last yeah, time. Is, oh, and there's a video. I think oh, this, no. this is him thinking for about everyone that is, oh, my For gosh. everyone that is uh, watching... Or I'm sorry, listening and not watching. We are watching a video of a, of, a, of a man in China just relieving himself into the vat. Actually, it almost looks like it's on the side of the vat. Or is he walking inside of it, I guess? Man. Oh, you know what that is? That's one of the ingredient buckets. That's like... Um, yeah. That's that, like looks like, the, that looks like malt. Malt. Yeah. Or, yeah. Not a good um, idea. I don't like, recommend doing that. It looks like wet malt, too, based on the way it's kind of like... Well... So they, it was probably what this is right here is they probably... Uh, whatever they got ingredient. done with it... <laughs> Usually, like we'll give our leftover like grain and stuff to to farmers, and they feed it to the cows. And so this this guy is just like, hey, you know, I guess we're either throwing this away or giving it to a farm. So why not piss in it? Yeah, know. yeah. It says he he um, it's believed to be the container holding the raw ingredients for making the beer, yeah. oh, and he okay, was so urinating wow. inside of it. So then, before it was made, then yeah. So it, Dick, if you tried that beer, mm. would you be able to detect the piss? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when the uh, cow got into the onion patch in the milk. You can taste it, right? Yeah. What? 
Oh, the, come on. That the, was a reference. Never heard that? That was a, a reference cow, to a movie, I, I, so I'm assuming you. No, the, and the cow, wasn't it Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, Napoleon yeah, Dynamite. The cow got into the onion, onion patch. Yeah. Yeah, Napoleon was test tasting milk, and he tasted one. He's like, tastes like the cow got into an onion patch. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tastes like a Chinese man peed in it. You know what's funny about that scene, too, is the old farmer, the the farmer that's in that, you can like barely understand anything he's yeah. saying. He's like, rawr, rawr, he talks like that. And that, that scene was completely. improvised. Like, he really? just, they just kind of let him rant, like, while he was sitting there. And he was like pointing at some stuff out in the field. And they just kind of played along with it. Cause, I mean, you couldn't under- understand anything he was saying anyway. So it really didn't matter. Yep, the script. Thank you, sir. I don't need to clean out my glass, do I? I would say probably for the last ones, yeah, but this next one you don't really have to unless you, you know, want to. But I have quite discerning taste. So we're going to go over this next beer, Matthew. What else have you brought us from Ingenious Brewery? So uh, next up here we have something a little bit more fun and interesting. So this is a lemon lime seltzer. I don't know how it can get any more fun than that. Lemon lime seltzer that we made, 110 calories, no carbs, no sugar. So it's one of those kind of. you know, guilt-free uh, beverages, but it has edible glitter. Water? It has edible glitter in the uh, in the beer. So we we it's edible gonna, glitter. It's gonna sparkle in your in your can or in your glass. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Can I smear some on my forehead before I go to the club? Sure. You can also like watch it come out later too. It'll be great. And it's like oh, a, it's like a does wedding. it really? Yeah. No, I mean a beer and a show. Yeah. That hold on. It is, uh, so you probably, I don't know if you can see that in the camera or not, but it is glimmering, right? It's glistening like it has glitter in there. You mean to tell me later, I'm going to have sparkle pee? Uh, other way. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, your kidneys filter it out, but. Uh, I'm going to look like a troll, right? Yeah. Didn't that what happened in the troll movie? Didn't he? Uh, Andrew, will you help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will yeah. you? Yeah. Give me an assist. Thank yeah. you, sir. Come on, man. We got to get a system down here. And by the way, I put that water in there just just to piss you off. Okay, good. Because I was like. This <laughs> I knew what you right. wanted. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so Anyways, you, it's hard to it's hard to see probably on camera, but oh, if you go to I our see it. if you go to our social media, that we just posted a picture of us uh, pouring in a can on there, and it's like we, they they oh took the glass and swirled God. it, and it just like spins around in there. It's really good. It's nice and it's very crushable. Oh yeah, I could crush a few of those. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Dick, if you were a uh, the cult leader, would you mandate drinking this sparkle beer because this stuff is phenomenal? Is it a beer? Might, might loosen up the ladies. Seltzer. It, it does, yeah, yeah okay. Seltzer. So this seltzer. is a seltzer. Yeah. Okay. That's why it tastes so different. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's our first canned seltzer, and we're kind of looking into getting into the market because, you know. Everyone else is. Yeah. And we, we're a little late, but we we put some sparkle in there. That way we, we separate ourselves from everybody else because nobody's go. doing the, the glitter, and we find that that's people kind of have fun with it, uh, especially social media. We get a lot of people posting these. Yeah. You did put the camera off the guy pee and we're back on, right? Oh, no, I'm, I'm putting on a repeat for <laughs> Please don't. It Please I like don't. It. I like it. I'm hoping the camera still isn't on the guy whizzing over and over and over again. No, that's, yeah, you're right. You guys kind of are a little late to the seltzer party, but I honestly think that's not a bad idea because the big initial wave has kind of come and gone, and now it's just your true seltzer fans are the only ones who are probably out there still buying it. Yeah. And now if you just have one that sparkles. Well, I'm not a seltzer person. No? Well, this is good. I have to think. I. I quite like it. Yeah, that's why your socks don't fit. <laughs> my socks don't fit because of my genetics. That's why. <laughs> hey, I'm. I was gonna say earlier. I'm with you on that though. Like, I wear I wear a ten and a half, and even my socks will like if I pull if I try to pull them up to where they're like tight around my foot. I'll yeah. notice like the outside of the back of the the heel of the shoe is. The, yeah, the, it's the, it's like on your Achilles. Yeah, yeah. See, and he's a ten and a half. This yeah. is we've got a. I the right kind of socks. We I don't ha- understand what the issue is here, guys. We have a sock problem, America. We need to fix this. Well, I also you know, don't wear like 
white socks a lot. I usually just wear black socks, so it doesn't have the heel on there. Yeah, it depends if they're tube or if they're like crew, right? And like the tube don't have the heel. Yeah. Are we really discussing socks right now? Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Is that me? I think that's you. I think that's you. No. Oh. Everything's turned off. That was me. I don't know what it was. I think it was, oh. it was Siri. Oh. She, wants in on, she wants in on the podcast. Yeah, she, she's like, y'all are idiots. So, so, so I got to ask you something. Has What's Ingenious up? ever offered like a... Uh, Socks and a beer? Like, That's like an a, idea. Sure. Like a nickel beer night or a dollar beer night or anything like that? So there's a few things that we do. Uh, there are nights that we do discounted. Uh, not a dollar, but they're discounted. Yeah. Like probably 50% off sometimes. That's pretty uh, good. We also do 15% off cases on Sunday. It's called Catch a Case, and you come in and get 15% off. Yeah, we okay. did that after COVID. Just kind of a fun what's, little play on what's COVID. What's a case? 12? 24. 24. 24. 24. By, by, by 24, you get 15% off. And then we also offer free beer coupons to the community when I do like events. So if you see me out at a, your local HEB or like a, you know, a pint night, uh, we'll, I'll pass free beer coupons out there and you can redeem it when you come into the brewery for a free pour. Well, there you go. And the reason I'm asking is I've heard of those promotions. You don't see them as much anymore. But I know when I was in college, there'd be dollar beer night. And that was always a recipe for just some some bad decision making later. And I remember I've heard stories back in like the 70s where they would have nickel beer night at like the ballpark or something like that. And I think there were some really nasty fights that occurred after that. So it probably went like nickel beer night then. And then when you were drinking, <laughs> like when you were in, you said yeah. college, right? Yeah, yeah. It was so when you were in college, is dollar beer night. And then yeah. now it's probably like four dollar beer night just because of the inflation <laughs> of things you know like i yeah. think three dollar beer night is what most places do uh like at like bars for their specials so well the reason i asked from msn.com there's a restaurant in san francisco that is charging a quote vomit fee after too many patrons get sick from bottomless brunch and this is one of those things where it's like mimosas that all the ladies go to Woo! and it's as many as you can drink i think this <laughs> says for 28 dollars however the ladies can't control themselves, and there was a rash of vomiting after enjoying the bottomless brunch, so much so that they have to uh, su- submit a fee afterwards for cleaning. That is crazy. Um, I mean, good luck get me to pay that. Yeah, but at the same time, why? that's a server's job to cut them off. I mean, like, they're like, hey, we're serving you too much alcohol. Now we're going to charge you. Like, well, yeah. you know, today's generation has a different perspective of problem solving. They actually want to, like, <laughs> somebody else, Somebody else's issue? They want to count how much they're serving. It's more of like, hey, we'll just tack on 30 bucks. It Man. says, quote, dear all mimosa lovers, please drink responsibly and know your limits. A $50 cleaning fee will automatically be included in your tap. When wow. you throw up in our public area, I wonder if $50. going for I wonder if going forward <laughs> that's twenty three dollars for with the everyone using their cards like that. There's going to be different things like that where they can just easily tack it on your bill. Say that again, because everyone uses cards now. Uh huh. Oh and yeah. So it's just like you don't really know what's going on. Oh, the next story is related to that because that's happened to me at a couple at a couple bars where like you're there after the threshold of the music and then it's like oh you're here you heard a song that's. $30 because you paid for a ticket. But they didn't tell you. They just And it's line itemized. And if you're not looking at the line, line yeah. itemized receipt, you probably don't ever even notice. Especially yeah. when you're a big baller cult leader Uber like you. Because does that too, don't they? Like if, if you throw yes. up in their car, they'll yes. charge yeah. you like 150 bucks or something yeah, it's like Yeah, like, I think it's like $200. I experienced this recently. So yeah, I should know. <laughs> I should know. It was bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's yeah. they're, they're catching on. They're like, hey, we're going to nickel and dime all our patrons. Yeah. That's yeah, what, so this is in San Francisco, apparently. It's called the, the store, uh, the, I'm sorry, the restaurant is called The Kitchen Story. And it says the vomit fee seems to be working. There have been far fewer incidences of people 
unceremonious, unceremoniously, that's a tough word to say, letting loose. So do you think an ingenious at the tap room might ever have to um, in, in <laughs> install some sort of vomit fee? God, I hope not. <laughs> are, are, there, are there a lot of vomit incidents? No, there? because that's that's why I was, I mean, at least Texas is, uh, TABC is pretty strict on that kind of stuff. Um, I know there, there's supposed to be a, a certain point. I mean, I just took my, my handler's license. So there's supposed to be a certain point where you cut someone off. I'm sorry, so. your, your what license? Uh, handler's license, a okay. TABC. It's a Texas Alcohol Beverage Commission, mm -hmm. and you have to have a license to pour and serve alcohol mm -hmm. like yourself, and then the business does as well. Uh, so you, you, t technically, you are responsible if the person is over-intoxicated because you're the one providing are there, the alcohol. Are there terrible mimosas? Yeah, they're probably. it's probably just like – Terrible mimosas. Well, horrible. Think probably about Sunny it, D. Think probably Sunny oh, D. And Sunny D and uh, Andre or Cook's <laughs> champagne. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Mimosas are already fairly watered down because you're watering it down with orange juice or whatever. And there's very little alcohol. How much of that would you have to drink to be vomiting? Sometimes they make them strong. I've been some places where I'm like, well, are they adding some to it? Yeah, champagne. Sunny, champagne. And all the sugar in Sunny D. There's a high alcohol content. It's like 15% alcohol. Yeah, that's yeah. high. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Maybe that's what I'm it is. I'm usually doing a bottle of drink. <laughs> <laughs> so they made this the fee for you, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I throw up when I leave. Sunny so D. I, so, so I don't have in to the, pay. In the Uber. No, we, that, yeah, that, that's why I love the idea. That's like, they're not going to give me this time. So he like goes outside <laughs> and just throws up in the street, comes back in, can't charge me for that. <laughs> Were you a Sunny D fan as a kid? No. I, I So even as a kid, I, I remember liking it for a sip, maybe two, but it was so sugary that it just like basically became thick in your mouth. I can't imagine mixing that with Well, they champagne. have that, that propaganda now where it's like it's not real orange juice ever. Yeah. It's, no, like, it's, it's just orange-flavored soda, basically. Yeah. And I always like that because everyone else is like, no, it's real. I'm like, oh. Well. You know what is real? The amount of high-fructose corn syrup in that thing. That's like the first ingredient. And then the second ingredient is sugar. Yeah. And then it's orange flavor. Well, why do you have a problem with that? Naturally organic. I don't. I'm just saying I don't like it. It's like, good with vodka. Me. Vodka? Yeah. All right. It's like like uh, my childhood was very uh, it was Minute Maid orange juice. That's mm. what they served in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. if we wanted orange juice, it was Minute Maid orange juice, and I just I can't. It, it almost was to me it was like an orange peel. It wasn't even like orange juice. It was like orange peel juice almost. <laughs> it was like, it was so bitter. All I was yeah, like, God, yeah. who drinks this? Like yeah, they may. I think they kind of make different varieties though. Like some of them will be you know with pulp and less sugar, and that sort of actually resembles orange juice. And then others others like just basically a Coke. You know, which is orange flavored Coke. I went to school during Soda. the whole Obama administration, though, so everything got real healthy, real like from. So Thanks a lot, Obama. So it, had a lot, it had a lot of pulp. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was it was high pulp and low sugar orange juice, basically. Yeah. Just to let you know it's real oranges. It'll get all in your teeth, and you're just like, thank you, Obama. Yeah, but then Trump came in, it was sugar again. Yeah, yeah. Right. back to Chick Fil A and Pizza Hut in the in the schools. I would not complain if, no. if I had Chick-fil-A. Our school oh, lunches man. got terrible. It was, it was, ugh. It got real bad. I remember a transition from high school to junior high, and I was like, what just happened? What, what, no, what blows my mind is now it's norm to get all three meals at school. Mm, yeah. That blew my mind when I learned like, my... I don't want to hang out at school that long to get all three meals. But, like, you could go there, get your breakfast... And then yeah. get your lunch. And I can see you're there dinner. normally it's, during breakfast time, but for dinner, it's for man, you got to be hanging out. Well, they do it for the the uh, the kids that have parents that work late. You know, no, like, I get why they do it. It's just that that kind of blows my mind because it's yeah. usually like if I'm there, I want to get out. Like, do you know I, how much square pizza you probably eat if that's your regimen? Wow, it's a lot. Uh, they probably don't eat that anymore. They probably have some. Oh, I'm sure it's still square pizzas. Yeah. Those were yeah. those were pretty bomb. I'm sure. 
sure. Well, speaking of kids, a restaurant is charging a, quote, bad parenting fee to customers with misbehaving I like, children. I feel like you're coming up with all I these love this. concepts to sell to Matt. Like, you know what y'all need to do at your brewery? Like, you, you have no kids. And, like, if they did bring kids and they're bad, you charge them. You would be surprised how much business we get because we allow kids. Oh, I believe it. Parents, like, nowadays, like, don't want to, you know, I mean, it, we have a lot of people that just will Drink come, yourself, bring their sir. kids, bring their dog, and, like, we, we, we allow it all just, be, you know, I mean, if not, we might not get that business that day. Well, that's, what, that's what's hilarious to me is the bars themselves haven't changed. And, I, and I, I even told my buddy this the other weekend. I was like, you know, the breweries have become the, the bar for families. Because everyone back in the day would have their own place. Like, the, the, the dad would always go to the bar. And, mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, you can, everyone can come. There's not, like, this isn't a, a standalone thing. And it, the fact that they allow food trucks and variety of stuff, and then uh, and everyone has, especially with the seltzers, I imagine that's a pretty good deal for a lot of people because they might not like beer. Yeah, so we do, we serve wine, we serve ciders, we serve seltzers, and then we serve beer. We make the uh, seltzers and the beer. And then we buy wine, local wine, or local wine, local ciders, and you know some Texas wine, but mostly California. The kids wines. love the local ciders. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is uh, again from MSN, uh, digging deep for these stories. A restaurant in Georgia is coming under fire for charging quote adults unable to parent fee. <laughs> I love this, but apparently they've been doing this for a few years, and they put this at the bottom of the receipt, and a lot of people just haven't noticed until finally somebody went, "What's this charge?" And it's like, "Well, your child's a real." I'm on the radio, so I can't say fee. And I love it, though, man. That is amazing. It's a $50 yeah. fee again. Fees. So you're vomiting after endless mimosas, getting charged 50 bucks. What happens if Basically, you're- if you're not classy, like you're, you're getting charged, right? Your kids are acting a fool, $50. Yeah. You're throwing up, $50. I like right? it. I like it, though. Well, what it is, it's this PC culture now is like we, won't wanna ki- we don't want to kick anyone out. So it's like we will let everyone stay. Everyone's welcome, but we're we're gonna charge you more because you're a problem. <laughs> That's exactly right. What are we drinking here now, man? We've so, moved on. Uh, He's still Dick's, over there Dick's babying. Got the his... can over there. If you want to hold it up for oh, everybody, yeah, dude, the uh, that is the uh, the our Terminator uh, beer that we make. Uh, like to have fun with it. It is a ten and a half percent hazy triple hazy IPA <laughs> with all citra hops. Super juicy. Uh, and you're going to be surprised that it's 10.5% when you drink it, too. 105 I don't know that I've ever... Percent. No, I probably have had a beer that strong, but not very many. Well, get ready. The next one's 14. So. Holy cow. So what I love the, the best... Oh, it does say 10.5 right yeah. there, all up in your face. What I love about this the most is the art, and we all know what scene this is from that movie. Let's admit it. We all cried a little bit when this <sighs> happened at the end, when he was in the vat of acid or lava or whatever it was. Lava. Yeah. And he gives the thumb up, and I'm like, I'm not crying. You're <laughs> crying. That is pretty sweet. I do yeah. like that. We're, you know, we're <clears throat> our, our brewer was born, uh, I believe, in the, you know he grew up in the '80s. So you know, there's a lot of. 80s Are you saying references. he was born in the '70s? So he's kind of old. Yeah. Mm. He's, an, he's I, an old man. I, I may know someone who's born in the '70s. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we just do a lot of references like that, like you know the Halloween beers that we do as well, and that's something I was I was going to touch on too. Is we make like a cereal beer Halloween lineup where we take five different beers and take the, the cereal from each of those and 
try to infuse uh, different flavors to make them taste like the cereal. And that was another thing that was really popular in the 80s was the Monster Mash, you know, different cereals, the Frankenberry, Booberry, the yep. Count Chocula. Yep. So that's something else we try to do. We do a lot of Star Wars-themed beers, uh, Marvel, uh, you know, themed beers. Just this is this is really, really good. Oh, this is incredible. This is probably my new favorite Yeah, I, I could see how this would become problematic. Well, this is a perfect segue. We're going to take a break here. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have some leftover Halloween stories, and we can talk a little bit more about the Halloween-themed beer. You're listening to Audience One. We'll be right back. Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belschner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. All right, welcome back to the AOO show. And we are broadcasting and recording live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. It is the show does air on Wednesday, but we have a special guest today. So we welcome back Matt Black from Ingenious Brewery. We're uh, having a couple of their drinks right now. We're sampling different ones. And uh, Matt, we're so happy to have you back for the second half. Happy to be here. And yeah, if you uh, haven't checked out that place, I highly encourage that you do so and check out some of these beers that we are sampling here today. Very tasty. Well, I feel like some of the ones we're having today aren't going to be there when people go check it out. This one will. Okay. The, the Terminator. The Terminator. Yeah. Yeah, we got that one for, for a little while for the winter. Okay. Okay. Bigger beers for the, the cold. Keep you nice and warm. <laughs> Are you going to uh, make the sequel ones, too? Like Terminator 3, and then got Salvation. <laughs> so we've done... We've so done like T2, the, the graphics will be way better than the first one. <laughs> so this is a two-part series. We probably should make a make a third one, too, and do it... Because we do a quadruple IPA, which is 12.5%, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, Ugh. it sounds weird, but actually... Um, Red Brick has it on draft, I believe, if you'd like to try it. Nice. Um, but we do make another one called C800, and that is our uh, 8% double IPA. And that just has the Terminator's skull on the front of it, like his face with our hot brain, the logo here, uh-huh. on the top. Uh, and it's like all like cut out, and you can see like the, our logo. Is that but like what one, happened to him after he drank the beer? Right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, just went went crazy. And then we we decided this year to make another uh, spinoff of that beer. And yeah, they came up with the uh, the, the idea board was was awesome for this, and th- yeah, this I, stuck. <clears throat> I imagine holidays uh, are a boon for you guys in terms of ideas, especially mm. this time of year when you've got Halloween, mm-hmm. all kinds of ideas. So you've got a Halloween beer themed over there. I see. What is that guy? So this is one of five of our Halloween beer series that we do. Uh, this one in particular is called the Yummy Mummy. Uh, it is a 14% Russian Imperial Stout aged oh in uh, Still Austin bourbon barrels. Uh, so we age it for two years in, in bourbon barrels. Um, and then we also do Stout Chocula, which I have here. I don't know if we'll get to it, but I'll show the show everybody. So this is Stout Chocula, also known as Count Chocula, the cereal. Mm-hmm. So this is a chocolate marshmallow stout. The Yummy Mummy is an orange marshmallow stout. That's a bourbon barrel aged. We also do an imperial smoothie style sour called the Fruit Brute with cherry and marshmallow. 
We do a regular sour called Blueberry with blueberry marshmallow. Love and it. we also do an IPA that is a strawberry marshmallow IPA. So all of them are Halloween themed. Love it. Love how, it, how love do you, it. How do you get away with uh, using those trademarks and stuff? I don't you know. Just, you just do it? Yeah. We, we, there's oh, a couple. That's darkness. a good question. Yeah, there's a few times where we've been like, and not in hot water, but we've had like Hershey's we'll, we'll email us. Oh my gosh, that's, that's okay. Delicious. It's okay. You don't have to. I mean, we just we we asked for. Uh, we don't have to edit anything out. Yeah. Andrew, shut up. <laughs> we asked for for uh, for forgiveness, not for permission, right? So well, uh, to me, you're kind of honoring something. Exactly. So it's not like you're making cereal yourself. It's such a small batch too. It comes and goes. It's not like it's an all year type yeah. thing, you know. It's not something that we're we come back to it each year. But yeah, you're gonna get a lot of notes of like. Well, you're gonna uh, be in trouble if it tastes better because people will talk about how much better it tastes than Count Chocula, <laughs> and then that's when they'll probably care about it. Yeah, this this one is incredible. You're gonna smell uh, bourbon notes uh, right out the glass. You're mm-hmm. also gonna smell some a little bit of dark chocolate and orange. So um, is it the fact that it's aged in a in a whiskey barrel for two years what? increase the alcohol content? Um, yes and no. So we can brew beer that gets up to 14%. Sometimes when you let it sit, the ABV goes up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but what we do with this, basically we have a barrel program at our brewery and we have them all lined up on the wall and we have barrels of, uh, beer that are barrels, bourbon barrels, whiskey barrels, um, rum barrels, tequila barrels even sometimes and we'll eat, put the beer in it and let it sit and age at room temperature in in the brewery and over time the bourbon comes out of the cask and into the beer um, and we'll test them we just did this last friday where we took pick six barrels we drill a hole into them pour it into a glass and then put a screw right back into it and we'll test it to see which beers we should make out of it that way we can see if it has like nice. espresso notes we'll make a coffee yeah, this is stout interesting. or yeah so you know dick's abv level goes up the more he sits too by the way so you guys have that in common yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i haven't tried this yet i'm kind of curious i'm a little scared because Ugh. i am allergic to chocolate are you? So I was, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm admitting that here on the air. Uh, my socks don't fit, and I'm allergic to chocolate. I've, I've said too much. So does it actually have chocolate? No, in? not this one. Yeah. No. Uh, stouts give off a. We use chocolate uh, malt for stouts, which oh give off a chocolate kind of aroma. Uh, but this one in particular does not have chocolate in it. This okay. has orange, marshmallow, and vanilla. This tastes like a mixed drink. Yeah. This does not taste like a beer to me. Yeah. This is it's a, very very strong because it tastes. I guess you can taste that whiskey in there. Yes. Dick, are you still with us? Dick, hello. Yeah. Are you there? There's more in here. I have flashbacks. To... I think he's getting faded. You want some more? <laughs> I think I may uh, need to be careful on this one. I do yeah. have to run this thing because Dick apparently has already gone comatose <laughs> over there. Well, we have a few leftover Halloween stories, or at least one story, because by, by the time this uh, episode airs, it will be November 1st. Mm-hmm. So we're pretending like Halloween has already happened. Because um, we pretend like, you know, we're live. We don't pretend that, you know, yeah, this nothing, is recorded. Nothing is imagination. <laughs> so last week, yeah, I, I said last week that by the time I was around 12 years old, I was kind of over trick-or-treating. It's just not something I wanted to do. But it seems like that is really flipped, where you'll see a lot of teenagers that still do it. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I did say, however, if you have facial hair, you ain't getting candy from me. I'm sorry. You just, you got to at least me. Of the age to where you're not you're not rocking a, a, a Fu Manchu or a stash you, or something like you know, that. No, I knew you. You probably charge them, right? Yeah. No, I hand them a razor. <laughs> Old man fee. <laughs> Stay off my lawn and shave that stash before you come to my house. <laughs> but no, what I think is interesting is that there are actually some states where it is illegal to trick or treat over the age of twelve. Were you aware of this? No. 
I was gonna say like if you if you are an adult coming up to me right and I'm, I'm sitting on my, my my driveway I got the candy in the bucket and your costume is like on point a plus costume full you size candy all bar. out just yeah no well i was gonna say you get candy right or you if can you come get- up to me if you come up to me in something and you're just with your kid and you like stick your hand out like can i have some candy too i'm like no, no. like what? Yeah. but if you look really good and you went all out maybe you're just a kid at heart i'll give you a piece of candy and yeah, a yummy got- and a yummy mummy here you go yeah and a beer right you're a, you're you're an so adult. judgmental no Both well that's because that's because you probably don't have Kids coming to your house that you're handing out candy to, do you? Do you no. hand out candy? No. Yeah, exactly. If you were the candy passer Why outer, would I? exactly. If you were the candy passer not, outer, you I'm would not, be judgmental I'm, I'm like a, we are. I'm not a weirdo like you who like spends all month preparing for this one day. I might. So he does. <laughs> he built like you just see his front yard. So from NPR.org, uh, the, from Chesapeake, Virginia, until recently had a 1970s law on the books threatening any teen caught trick or treating with up to six months in jail yeah the city changed the law after massive backlash i can imagine why but it's this statute that still says that kids over 14 who trick-or-treat are guilty of a misdemeanor what happened I, I, yeah exactly who why point on the sta- uh, on the on the doll where the where he touched you what made these people so upset <laughs> my gosh let the kids have fun again as long as they don't have facial hair what happens if they do well i just told you I probably stopped trick-or-treating when I was maybe 13, 14. So, I mean, even like it, it, it I mean, it's, it's so, weird to make it a law, but I feel like that's kind of like yeah. the t- point in your life Get as a kid it. where you're like, I'm not trick-or-treating this well, year. Well, there's a reason why they did it because probably kids are terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. It says other yeah. towns have similar laws in Jackson, Illinois to rain Louisiana. They all bar kids from 13 or older from trick-or-treating. I can't imagine that. But I guess if you're like some uh, high school girl, mm-hmm. are you kind of wooed by the boy who goes, laws be damned, I'm trick-or-treating tonight, babe. Watch this. Let me get that uh, fake uh, minor ID here so that way people can I'm know not, I'm, under, I'm, not, I'm underage, right? I'm not trick-or-treating. <laughs> I'm just visiting a friend. We saw you go up to multiple, multiple houses. What a sad point right yeah, there. Yeah, it is kind of sad. I really do think it's sad. And I, I had no idea that it's actually illegal. Well, my daughter will be trick-or-treating, or did. I'm sorry, we're pretending. <clears throat> my daughter did trick-or-treat last night for Halloween, and I don't have a problem with it. Imagine that's on your record. Like you're, <laughs> right. You're like, what, what'd you go in for? Trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating. <laughs> trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to be in the town Bug. council meeting where that passed. Can you imagine the get-off-the-lawn guys in that room that passed that law? My God. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reason for it, and I don't see... It, it's also kind of hard. There's so much chaos going on that night. I bet they're like, we need to have some like standard where people are just can't just walk yeah. around neighborhoods. Are you enforcing that? that? There's got to be like a, a gang in jail of just like the the trick or treater kids and it's just like. <laughs> I mean, you can get what are you in for, yeah. man? No, but think about it. You can trick get or away, trick. You can get a you get away with a lot of stuff on Halloween night, and then you also have a proportional amount of people going to neighborhoods they don't necessarily ever go to right so if, if you're some guy who lives in a neighborhood and all of a sudden on halloween there's 400 kids i'd be pissed i am all, always entertained by the group of uh, folks that drop their kids off in, in a neighborhood far away from their own yeah. home just to go trick-or-treating it's always entertaining i never turn any of them down but it's it's kind of interesting where you'll see the the car door open and like 15 of them will just run out of the car they'll go to a couple houses they get in the car and they poof, take off i'm like wow what we, just happened? I, f- I feel violated. 
We used to do it. We used to do it. I of mean, course. Like, it, you go to the rich neighborhood, you get the full-size candy bars, you know? So like, Well, that just... was always the, the underground, like, which one? Which yeah. house are we going to go to? <laughs> What's the neighborhood? My next-door neighbor was, like, the only one within, like, I don't know how, how much, but the only one in our neighborhood that gave out the full-size candy bars. So we were so lucky. The first stop was the full-size movie theater boxed candy. And oh, like, wow. Yes. I remember a uh, neighbor, um, Mrs. Ellington, RIP, I'm sure, because she was like 90 in the mid-80s. Still kicking it. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course she is. She would give out 50-cent pieces. Dick, I don't know if she's single. Why don't you look her up on the, the Tinder app? I know. I know you're paying for it now these days. But she would give out... Uh, 50 cent pieces and I think I still have some of those 50 cent pieces from when I was a kid mm. it was awesome going to her house it was the one house where I wasn't getting candy but that was okay she was handing out cash and you know inflation that's like giving out a dollar these days hell maybe even more I don't know it's probably all stolen Mrs. Ellington had a <laughs> pure soul probably she all stolen. did not steal a thing sir so are you familiar with the term coffee badging? I said this uh, incorrectly as we were yeah. chatting uh, over no, the break. I've but never heard of that. I hadn't either, but this story caught my eye. I know that you don't uh, go into an office. Uh, I don't know your work situation if you check in and badge in and out of, of, of oh, an office. Badging. Or, badging. Oh. Did you think it started with a V? I thought you were talking about a badger. <laughs> Oh, like the animal? Like the animal, like coffee she... vagging. I thought that was like some cool slang term for something. Now, <laughs> now I can see where I thought you're you were saying it. coffee vagging. Oh, oh. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's whole another different, way whole different story. Entirely different. Well, uh, no, apparently as more and more employees are having to come back to work, you know, a lot of people during the COVID break got to work from home, but they got used to it. And then as they're being required to come back to work, they're finding these really, really interesting workarounds. And one of them is a term that's now been called coffee badging and this is where you either do it yourself or you get somebody else in the morning to go in and scan your badge you walk around you say your hellos you get your coffee and then you get the hell out afterwards and you get credit i guess for being there and badging in but you ain't there a whole day coffee badging i like it yeah it sounds like something you would really take advantage I of would, i guess you would have to have somebody either like clock you out at the end or you would just like Stay there for an hour and then come back like at four right before. So I'm, I'm for an hour. I'm guessing these are not hourly employees. These are probably salary. Uh, They're just trying to get credit for showing up at the office, right? Okay. So when you badge in, it goes into the system somewhere that says this person is here physically. Yeah. Right. And that's what they're trying to get credit for, which I think I mean, is pretty hopefully awesome. Hopefully the coffee's good. Wild. Right. I don't think they care, man. They're trying to get oh. out so they can go work from home. So I don't know. Do you. You uh, badge in when you go to the uh, the office, so to speak. I probably go into our actual office or brewery like twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm a, like a sales manager, so I go and pick different areas of North Houston, and I spend a day out in the area. So like today, I spent the day in the Woodlands, Magnolia, Conroe area. Tomorrow, I'm going to be nice. in Humble, Tascacita. Wednesday, I'll be in Memorial, Katy. Okay, so, so yeah, you're you're kind of a, a remote yeah. mobile worker anyways. But there are t- like once or twice a week where I have to go in and do some office work. I also do like uh, coordination with our distributors too to make sure the beer is getting out to like Austin and, and Dallas and stuff. And we're actually working on a partnership to get our beer into the UK. Sweet. So, yeah. Road trip. Yeah, Wait, right. that doesn't make sense. Do they, no, I hope I can fly over there. Does, they, does the chunnel go that far? Do they eat Count Chocula in, in the UK? Is that they can drink it. <laughs> they can drink stout chocula if they want. This says yeah, that the- Astros beer is going to go for a lot over there. <laughs> right. There's a lot of Astros fans in, in the UK. Oh, I'm sure. Well, yeah. 
I it says know. of I the <laughs> of the two thousand full time U.S. workers surveyed in this report, over half of them, fifty eight percent, admitted to coffee badging. With eight percent more mean? saying they no haven't one. tried it, but they'd like Wouldn't to. Wouldn't that just mean they're just skipping work? No, no, they go back home and work remotely. They just they're they're still what getting kind their of work job done. Is like, hey, we just need you to badge in. None. And None. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's a thing. Like it's a, like a, a a hot topic because people are just doing it. They go like, in, get credit for being <laughs> at the office physically, then sneak yeah. out after their coffee and work the rest of the day at home. Yeah. They're still doing their work. They're just doing it remotely, but getting credit for being in the office. Dick is really confused. You can tell this is a man who owns his own radio station and has never had to go into an office. What is tell, what is clocking in? What is clocking in? <laughs> well, no, I understand what clocking is. What is remote? But usually when you clock in, you clock out. Like <clears throat> well, it's not said. clocking in. It's ch- it's badging into the office like through the security gates. It's not necessarily, I guess, I'm yeah, using like the when wrong you, term. Okay, think about it like this way. Imagine a place like where we're at right now. If they have a security guard at the front, they check your badge and then you can come in, right? I don't know if they do it here, but some places they do. So basically, you're just like showing face. No, I get it. Like with your Matt Lauer unlock. Face. When you do it. the unlock, it would, say, it. it would say Matt Black just came into the building. Somewhere in the software, so he's credited for coming into the building. See, that's why I like then my, he leaves immediately. my COVID invention of the Segway person. Where you can put your iPad on the Segway and you can drive it into work and have your face. Your face time everybody on the Segway. I like that. Where do idea. I buy one? Yeah. I just, it's just an idea I had. <laughs> He's an idea guy. He really is. So I teased this story last week, actually, and we didn't get around to it because we had so much content to talk about. But <clears throat> apparently there is a woman, and we've talked about this a few times, about people who are um, squatting in other people's houses, and it just drives us nuts. Can't believe that this is actually a thing. Well, apparently, after more than 500 days of not paying rent, an Airbnb guest refuses to leave and then demands $100,000 to vacate. And I'm like, this... My God. Wait, what, what's going on here? Well, I guess the way the story goes, this is in a real swanky high-dollar area in, I think, L.A. or something, right? And this woman did a, a long-term Airbnb. And I guess what happened is, during the, the course of her... <laughs> Dick is making That's faces so strong. Over. Yeah, it is really, really strong. It's it's, it's good. It's, it's like a it, yeah, it's like a mixed drink almost. You can smell it, it and taste you. the booze. It punches you. It it's, does. It it's... does. Well, during the time she was staying at this Airbnb, she started reporting issues with you know I've got basic maintenance issues with the sink or whatever, blah blah blah. And the, and the owner of the of the home said, well, hey, let me just send you to another place. And she said, oh no, no, no you can't make me leave. I COVID fears. This was well after COVID, by the way. It was like 2021. She was using this as an excuse. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I can't leave during this time. You can't make me leave, blah, blah, blah. He even said, well, you can come and stay in my house, which, of course, turned around and backfired on him. Because apparently, once he started offering alternative methods of staying, Airbnb then just said, we're done. We're out of this. They have no say in this. And this became one of those weird squatter laws. And now he can't kick this person out of his house. He's sent several eviction notices, but I guess because the home is actually like the guest house and it was never approved by, uh, the, the, it never was coded correctly, the police cannot honor any of the eviction notices either. And this woman is now staying there. She's still there for years. I was going to say, it's like a, it was like a year and a half or two years now. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. uh, from what I understood. And he can't get rid of her. Yeah. No, I think from what I understood is like if she leaves, he can change the locks. I don't believe he can. I mean, that seems like the obvious if one, she right? Le- if, she, if she leaves, 
if her if her belongings are not there and she and she leaves, he can change the locks. But if if all her stuff is there, like that goes in with the whole the whole squatter laws. And I I wonder if if this whole no, that's BS. Like with, I just burn it with with <laughs> yeah, burn it down. Like then what do you do? I mean, hey, you know. But I feel like with Airbnb, that's a new thing. But I wonder where I think the squatter laws originated way a long time ago when land was more of like a a dispute thing, you know, like the the army tries to come and you know they take your land <laughs> right. or something. Like, right. No, I this is my my land, my rights. You it know? is crazy how strong the the laws are in favor of renters. Yeah, it is it is nuts. And I mean, I, I guess there's probably some good reason for it. But in in cases like this, it seems like you know good conscience would would supersede here and, and overtake that, but but that's not the case. It says the space was rented for six months at a rate of $105 a night, which brought the total fees to $20,793 for 187 nights. Well, it sounds like a lot, but now she's been living there for years. It's pretty yeah. cheap, pretty cheap, but he can't get rid of her. And it's crazy because I know like Airbnb has really, really strict laws, or I say laws, rules, as to what you can and can't do in some of their their rental properties, like I've even heard of some of them saying you can't cook uh, like certain types of food, yeah, like curry like because fish. of the smell or fish because yeah. we don't want that smell lingering for the next guest guest, and that makes sense. But in this case, yeah. they can't even kick the person out though. It's so weird. But now Airbnb, like I said, is is out. They don't have to worry about it. Mm. Well, I, the things I'm reading. The, that pertain to Texas is basically the property has to be vacant for a long period of time for that person to become a squatter. So at first it's tra- it's trespassing, but if sure. no one's lived on the property mm-hmm. and everyone identifies it as like a vacant property, then you can become a squatter. This lady paid for a time for a time. So yep. she knew it wasn't her property and she knew it wasn't vacant because she's paying for to stay. Do you, so. want, do you want more of this? I wasn't going to... No, no, okay. I'm good with that one. That's a bit much. <clears throat> I mean, if you can have this one if you want. <laughs> you look you, ready. You're ready. Well, you no, you, I you just dumped thought, that beer. He was like, give me the next no, one. No, <laughs> I, I didn't have very much of that. that. That's what I was saying. But you brought up an interesting point, Dick, during the break when we were talking about this, is wouldn't the Castle Doctrine Law come into play? And I think you just really want an excuse to shoot somebody. Well, everyone always has that excuse, right? They want that. And it's like, it's, this is like a pool house. Yeah, basically. It's like, like an addition or pool house, and so the laws apparently don't extend as, as they would to a normal dwelling or normal There's more to the story than, I think, what you're leading on. I, I mean, I guess there is. The fact it, is this woman's me, been staying there for well, quite some time. Well, to me, it just time. sounds like she didn't want to pay the bill. And, <clears throat> oh, she definitely does And doesn't. then Airbnb doesn't want to, like, he's like, you know what, we're not going to worry about this. Uh, uh, I think she knew what she was doing. I, I honestly think this woman was like, oh, I can get around this. But how embarrassing. Wouldn't you be embarrassed? No. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe instead of her scared. feeling like she could get around it, maybe it was more like that maybe she has some sort of mental illness or something. Oh, I think there's definitely some mental yeah, illness. Yeah, where she's like, there. she thinks it's her house now, you know? She's like, this is my this is my house and now, at this point. I like, see no I problem. Have, I see no problem with it. <laughs> well, for, in a related story. I'm going to do that with Andrew. Just go to his house and be like, you're, <laughs> you're my wife now. <laughs> you're my daughter. This is, this is back to that cult leader thing. In a related story from CNN.com, it says a mother's love does have its limits, it seems. At least for a 75-year-old woman in the northern Italy city of Pavia, Pav, no, Pavla. Every week I screw up a city name. Every <laughs> single week. Anyways, she had to go to court to 
to uh, kick her two adult sons, aged 40 and 42, out of her house because they refused to leave. Good. What the heck is wrong with these people, man? I can't believe they actually did this to that poor woman, making their mom go to the point where she had to actually go to court to get these I'm deadbeats s- to leave. I'm surprised being in Italy, you go there, just get the mafia to help you out. Yeah, you think? You think it's still that right like, I feel there? like if I had a relationship with my sons that I'm going to court to get an order for them to leave, I'm like, I'm just going to pay someone to beat the crap out of you. Okay, I mean. Sounds like a lot of money, though. And I, bet, I, bet, I bet you pay more. I bet you pay about the same in lawyer fees, though, at the end of the day. Right. Less hassle. You know, yeah. just say, hey, plus they, they'll kick these out. Kick their, yeah, the lesson <laughs> learned right there, right? Yeah. Well, I know you're always talking about the amount of work that you do for your father, so this probably won't be a problem for you, but the mother described her two sons as, quote, parasites. And has yeah. been living in the family apartment without contributing financially or even helping around the house, according to the complaint filed by the woman who was not named. Well, she, that poor woman. She's not completely wrong there. I mean, <clears throat> technically, we're all parasites. All of us. <laughs> even the three of us sitting here, right? Because think about it. What do we do? We use the resources of this planet for, well, our, own, I for mean, our own sure. success, right? I, that, sure. is what a, that is what a parasite is. It uses the host to, to make itself prosper and, and so and we're doing the same thing at some point mother earth is going to uh, sue you to get <laughs> off of her right yeah she's gonna, gonna sh- shoot you out into space yeah like, shake go you, to the moon <laughs> gonna shake, shake you off like a bad case of fleas man i say parasites lightly i mean you know it's, it's just that it's just like a thing like i've heard a lot of people say you know just like we are sitting here using all the resources of this of this place to help our day-to-day go by, and that's exactly what a parasite does to its host. You know, yeah. we, we uh. had a story last week about uh, a terrarium that a man put um, some uh, spider wart plants and some dirt into a bottle in 1960 and put like a fourth of a cup water. And then in 1972, he opened it up to refill it, but since then has sealed it since 1972, and it has been completely self-sustaining for 50 years. A bottle of water? What did you it say? Was a, a terrarium. Tin, a terrarium. Oh, it was okay. a 10-gallon, basically, jug. And he put water and spider warts and, and, and dirt in there and has not opened it in 15 years, yet the plant continues to thrive. And basically, it's an example of the planet Earth. It's self-sustaining. Right. Yeah. It creates its own water, its own atmosphere, and everything in this plant. You can see it. It's like busting at the seams to get out. The Earth churns and, and, and makes organic soil rich. You didn't, like, in, you didn't pee in the bottle? <laughs> yeah, right, like the, like the man from the Singtow <laughs> Brewery. I'm sure every now and then he opened that lid and just kind of took a leak in it. I'm sure. Yeah, added his own uh, organic material. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Let's make this a little more realistic. <laughs> All right, so what am I drinking here, dude? Is this the uh, Count Chocula that I'm going to die on because it actually has this is the in it? yeah this is the Count Chocula. So if you if you you know he's I, allergic to chocolate. For warning. Yeah, I, I like it. He's like here. Dick, Dick try this. <laughs> does it have chocolate in it? It does. Yeah. So I'll drink it. Give me it. Give it to me. Yeah, I'm going to skip on this one. Good choice. Yeah, I don't want to have some sort of episode. Yeah, I don't have an EpiPen on me either, so that would be an interesting. I, I, I that do, would be an interesting podcast you know, episode. I do it by choice because I don't want to help him when he's, <laughs> when he's going down. I'm like, oh man, I forgot the EpiPen. Oh, look Sorry. at that. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, dude. You are my your wife, mine. Talk about views, though. Like y'all, the views would just probably skyrocket. Like I would never headline know. on YouTube would be man. Man has allergic reaction on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh man, man. <laughs> we, no, we have we we've had had somebody in a recording. Uh, I don't know if it was officially a stroke, but oh, he, no. it was nuts. It was a uh, a young man, and he was just sitting there, kind of. He started having slurred speech. And this was that without Ingenious Brewing being there, <laughs> right? And I, saw, I looked in the camera view, and I was like, "That guy's gonna fall, like he's passing out." And I just you hear me behind the curtain going, "That guy's gonna pass out." 
and then <laughs> boom, boom. He, he's so helpful. Hey, that guy. Look at him. He's about to pass out. <laughs> well, there was like five that's, people in the room. That's the extent of his medical And I was in the <laughs> other room. Oh, okay. All right. I so, thought you were sitting right. I was, I was no, picturing something studio. similar to this. This is the old studio. Everybody's just like, oh, my God. So hold on. You were like, I told you. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said I, the, Our old studio used to have like a barricade, and then it would be a curtain. So like for me to go around, I had to like get up, go all the way out, around the curtain. And into so the you were room. like a zoo animal. Yeah. It was great. I got to, like, no one knew I was there, really. It was great. It was great. That's awesome. But, uh, but yeah. So staying on this theme of places to live, and I want to get your guys' uh, opinion on this. Guys's? Is that a, is that a word? I want sure. to get used it's, to his guys' opinion on this. There's a new residential oh cruise God. ship <laughs> that is starting up plans to be sailing around the world in May of 2024. Good. So basically what this is, it's a kind of a luxury concept with multi-million dollar condos. Where you can circumnavigate the globe for a couple of years, and it's going to cost you about $100,000. I didn't listen to anything you just said. <laughs> he was mesmerized by the chocolate That's beer good. over there. <clears throat> so should I should I address the beer first, or should we address the story? I, don't I mean, know. it tastes like Count Chocula. Does it? Like yeah, the cereal it's, Count Chocula. It's, it, my best way to describe this one is a Hershey's Kiss, because it's very heavy on the chocolate. Um, it's almost ah. like you're drinking. Without it being... It's not thick, but... It's it's, it's good. It's chocolate heavy. I this is our best seller. Is the is the stout chocula. I feel like it's the best cereal too. Like when I pick one of the, if I get a cereal of one of them, I get I like chocolate. Cereal, I think Fruity so. Pebbles has something to say about that. Ooh. Just saying. Ooh. So you're a Frankenberry guy then, huh? Uh, I guess I actually. What do I like? I don't know. I like honeycombs because they're big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not what small. The, have you had no, the Halloween? No, no. Have you had the Halloween cereals? Have you tried one? I know, man. cereal in so When you were long. a kid, though. When you were yeah, a kid. Yeah, 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 probably when I was a kid. No, I, not recently. Right when I got Reese's Pieces, I didn't... You're I like, oh, my I life just changed. Game I over. Wouldn't, Game I over. wouldn't deviate at all. I was yeah. like, why would I not want Reese's Pieces for breakfast? Oh, pieces or puffs? Is it Reese's Pieces puffs? The cereal? Yeah, well, the, the cereal. Puffs. Yes, puffs. Yeah, puffs. Not, I mean, I'm thinking you're eating like candy for breakfast. That's right. I mean, technically it is candy. My parents didn't care at all. <laughs> and actually, uh, trick or treating was a big night, so they knew they hadn't to pay for anything for a while. Yeah, we don't have to feed this kid anything. <laughs> just get him out there like, one day, one night a week. Honey, look at all the breakfast items the dig just brought back in. Just Amazing. In a, yeah. in a candy coma <laughs> and you're on your floor in your bedroom. You know, it's you. Know, it's funny though. I looking back at trick or treating, I don't remember eating all my candy. You never did. Yeah, and so you go to bed, they pour half of it out. Because because that made me think of how many things did my parents do do without telling me. You said do do. I know. Mm-hmm. I know I said it. <laughs> well, well, they they had to throw out the one third of the candy that had um, um, drugs in it and, and like syringes because yeah. that was a full third of your candy always had syringes. Yeah, uh, and then the other half they uh, just threw away because they didn't want you to consume it, and all you were left with was like um, I don't know Mary Janes and and Laffy Taffy. A terrible candy. <laughs> Mary Janes. Yeah. You ever heard of Mary Jane? I was going to say. Candy. I, the candy. I've heard. Uh, what are we talking? Are we talking about candy here? Candy. <laughs> yeah, we're trick-or-treating in Colorado. Of, what, is, what kind of candy is that? Uh, peanut butter, I think, right? Mary Jane's are like little peanut butter. has a little girl in the dress on the front, I remember. Yeah, I don't remember being Did they not butter. make them anymore? Yeah, I think they still do. But never, they're like an old They're an old school yeah. candy, even when it's like I was wor- a kid. It's like Werther's like caramel. Yeah, it's an old-fashioned peanut butter and molasses-flavored There you go. It's the kind of stuff you get when you go over to Grandpa's house. That sounds real old. It is. <laughs> molasses. It is. Anything that has molasses <laughs> in it. <laughs> this has been around for a while. That's one thing I do love about those assorted candy bags you get. Like You can literally get Mary Janes, and you're like, do they just reuse these? 
Like, he's been around for like yeah. 30 years. No one has actually eaten a Mary Jane in 43 <laughs> years. So they just, they just keep of, getting passed like, around. We just need to have filler. So just <laughs> use this. We found our old warehouse. We found our old Nestle warehouse. Let's just reuse the candy, guys. Let's just reuse it. No one will know. No one It has know. molasses, so that's like a preservative kind of. So. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I, I, could, I think I can skip this story about condominiums at sea. It sounds like no one is interested, and I guess... Right, it was uh, on a ship? Yeah, so it's a ship, and it's kind of interesting. I was just wondering if you guys Isn't would consider doing this. It's basically a cruise. Yeah, for a couple of years... They you do that. And you said it was 100000 $100,000, you can get kind of a, a small little room. But my thing is, okay, yeah, you might be but traveling you, the world, but you're in this tiny you room. You know you can do that, right? Yeah, but not for that length of time. Yeah, there's there's live-in cruises. Two things I would need well, to know first. I guess that's kind of what this is. Yes. How often, I would need to know how often the ship stops, because I feel like I can only be on the ship for a certain amount of days before I'm like, get me off this thing. True. And the other thing I would need to know is, like, what is the food situation? Because when I go on a cruise ship, it's like they rotate the same, like, four foods, you Mm -hmm. know, because you're only on there for a week. So am I getting, like, a new menu every week, or are we eating chicken fingers and french fries for, you know? True. Three weeks. I'm just thinking about all the single ladies. I'm just thinking about the bathroom situation. And- yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean you're you're on a ship with, you know, a couple thousand people yeah. for at the end a of the, long at time. End of the year we get to raid everybody. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of that year, you're like, I've been with everyone on this ship. <laughs> well, this is really awkward. On a on a weird note, uh, I'm sure things spread rampantly on on that's, the ship too. That's what I'm getting at. I'm worried about the bathroom situation. If there is some sort of outbreak of bacteria, eh, uh, I want to I want to be able to get off of that rather quickly and have somewhere to go but if that's your house you're like ah dang it oh i'm sorry you have no sense of adventure (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) you never know if you're gonna make it out or not so the other week we talked about yeah uh, i would do it yeah you do it yeah awesome yeah i got nothing else going for me yeah you know just i'm glad nothing tied you down nothing tied me down I, I, it sounds like a fun thing to do. And I also have seen these, like, I, I guess it's been around for a while, but these, like, comedy cruises they do, and then the concert cruises. Like, I think it's, it's, it was Creed and Three Doors Down. That sounds doing, hilarious, actually. Next, <laughs> next, well, yeah, concert cruise. They do, like, them practical jokers for the yeah. comedy ones yeah. and stuff. And I, I forget who, there's another one. Uh, they one do a they lot. Do. They have, like, Texas Country. They have Star Trek. They yeah. got all sorts of cool stuff. But I saw recently it was, like, Tr- Creed and Three Doors Down. And it sold out within, like, minutes. And I, I just think, I don't know, anything that's, like, a themed or, like, oh. interesting cruise It's idea. like a 90s music-themed cruise, yeah. I guess. Is it 90s or is that early 2000s? 90s. Yeah, probably 90s. Yeah, 90s, early. early 2000s, I guess. Yeah, late 90s, yeah. Back in my heyday. Just saying, some creed. Yeah, some creed. So, well, th- I mean, I'd be interested to see this boat because you know, cruises. I mean, it's in. I think it's in the story. I mean, cruises can yep. be huge. There it is. So it's it, massive. So, but if you're talking about like a condo boat that holds like 50 people, maybe. Have y'all been on one? On a cruise yeah. or on a, like on a, a condo boat? Just thing. on a cruise. Yeah. I have not. No. I'm no. Not, I've been on, I'm on a cruise. fear of the ocean? Or? Floating toilet, and I kind of fear that if I'm going to get out there on the water and start getting a little freaked out, the fact that I'm way out there on the water. It's and, really fun. And, and pirates. In I'm bed, scared of pirates. Just the, saying. I'm just going to admit it. I, I just went on re- one recently in, in January. It was a Mexico cruise, which excellent chi- time to go because it's really cold here, but it's perfect weather. Yeah. It's sure. like 80s. Sure. And one of, the, one of the interesting things about it is at night, just looking out into nothing, like absolutely nothing correct pitch black that's beautiful that's when i start to lose my mind just throw a rock and you can't see it you know (laughs) it's gone that's when you hear those stories of people jumping overboard "Ah," because they're freaking losing their mind no idiots not doing that it's just a cruise man (laughs) 
No, uh, I haven't done it. I'm, I'm being a little facetious there. Do but it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things or mostly good things about them. Because I feel like if you go on a cruise, you could just lie the entire time. <laughs> like you don't have to like because you don't have to have an ID most of the time because you get a bracelet if you're if you can. It's maritime alcohol. law, bro. I what, can anything goes. What are we lying about though? Like your like your perf- name, <clears throat> everything. Oh. You can like literally make up anything you want. Yeah, I'm this. Uh, I'm the owner of uh, what is it? Venmo. Like yeah. I created. I created Venmo. Some obscure uh, thing. Like oh, post it. I, I updated the flavor like to Count Chocula. Just get yeah. <laughs> I made it. I made it new and fun for kids. I just changed the box art. Now I'm a rich person. You just get. But yeah, yeah. dude, because the, the technology has made it so. Because when you went, did you have like an armband, and it, like you could pay for everything, like so? All it was an stuff? option to get the drink package, um, and actually we didn't do it because I found at the end of the cruise that we spent less money, and like unless you're a heavy drinker, I'm talking like you're drinking like eight to eight drinks, ten drinks a day. That you Continue. Want to get the drink package, right? You know? Continue. But, um, you know, I there was no armband unless you had a specific like you know there was also a, a soft drink package where you could just it's more for kids. Like I remember when I was a kid, we went on one and we had a, a wristband for ice cream and, and soda, and we could go at any time. It would be three a.m. We'd be down there yeah. getting ice cream and soda. Suicide. You know, yeah. like when I went on, like you did everything with the armband. So like if you <laughs> went into the like the the shops and everything, and you wanted to buy something, just like that. Room card. Yeah. Everything was used for the room card. Yeah. So, like, if I wanted to buy something, it was charged to our little our, our room card, you know. And that that, that was for – it was for everything on the yeah, ship. Yeah, that's, that's why you can drinks. lie to everybody. Yeah. Because they don't need to see an ID or anything. No. I'm a cult leader. That's right. I don't have them with me here. They, they're anti-boat, but uh, that's right. It's who I am. It's what I do. I'm recruiting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a place to do it on a cruise. <laughs> Just <laughs> wasn't that what Scientologists have? Aren't they like considered themselves seamen or something like that? I'm sorry. So what? <laughs> Scientologists consider themselves like the something of the sea, like seamen. Thought that's what you said. Uh, I I'm not entirely sure what you're referring to anymore. Talking you, about boats. Talking about Scientology. Yes, got it. Check. They, they consider themselves like the voyagers of the space, whatever. But it, like, and they're selling what again? Have you ever heard of Scientology? I have oh. heard of Scientology, but I swear you You're said something. You're killing me. He, he said they consider themselves semen. Yeah. Like sea, like sea man. No, 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 I got that. Not semen. All right, I got it. I got it. I've no, no, I've never heard of that with, um, yeah, so yeah so I don't think I have with either. Respect, I figured, well, I, no, it's actually what they're called, they're called the Sea Org. So there we organization. go. That is not semen. All right. It's a group of Church of Scientology <laughs> staff members that have Much signed different. a billion year pledge a long time uh but yeah they have a boat is anyone ever going to be around to see if that actually comes to fruition look see look i'll, I'll, I'll be waiting i'll pull it up for you guys look at that <laughs> see they wear they, they, this is their outfit i'm you, not i'm not they, kidding it looks like the navy that's yeah, what i was that's thinking what i'm trying to tell you like so they, it's like a it's like an organization within their organization the newest branch of military scientology yeah that's it look <laughs> space force and then scientology <laughs> I mean, no, I've never, wow. no, I've never heard of that. I'm, I'm Look at the terribly day. sorry. I Have you not that. done any research on my cult yet, <laughs> dude? What kind of, what kind of boat is that? Like, look, look it at might, that, look at that not, wheel. It's probably not a real boat. To be yeah. honest. <laughs> it's like, what are they like? They, they got an old no. school like wooden pirate ship yeah. that they're that they're. Uh, that's just for yeah. the, that's just for the photo. That's yeah, photo. But yeah. yeah. I can't believe you never heard of that. I have not. All right, last. I, you know, what? that's gotta be kind of weird though. If you're you're stuck on this boat and that one guy keeps bothering you. Uh-huh. Like your Nate, you know what I'm talking about? Like, sure. Because that's the only thing that's a downside of the boat is after a while you get used to everybody and you're like, oh, there's that guy. I had this girl that would like always talk to me in the morning. 
and she was a lot younger than I was. And it was really weird because her family was there, and she was just old enough, but not old enough, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And it got really <clears throat> weird because we'd all go eat because you eat with your room. Mm-hmm. And so everyone at the table like was their neighbor or whatever, yeah. where that's how you got a sign. So this girl would always wait for me to come out of my room, walk with us to the, the breakfast, and I was like sat with her family. Waiting for Dick. Yeah. It was weird. That was a weird, weird time. <laughs> Moving on. So uh, last story before we end the show here, guys. We talked a few weeks ago about how Dick found a man who was down on his luck and bought an iPhone 1 from him, and he used basically up until a few years ago. He was well, getting his stuff repossessed, and he needed cash. Dude, you sold an iPhone 1? No. No, he, he bought it. I bought it from him. Because he was down on his luck. Because he needed cash. I was going to say, those things are worth money. That's where we're going. The elusive iPhone 1 from 2007 sells for $190,000 at auction. Of course, this is a in-the-box, never-used version. But, oh my God, who's buying an iPhone 1 for $190,000? Somebody is. It's dubbed as the Holy Grail of iPhones. I guess, man. It's probably all tiny little screen or whatnot. People like that kind of stuff. But yeah, but it's so not about that. It? It's not about that. It's about the uniqueness of it. And, you know, the guy, whoever held on to it, why, I don't know, probably had no idea that it was going to be worth that much. Probably threw it in a drawer, and there you go. The rest is history. So if you had held on to your iPhone 1, Dick. Well, I definitely used it. <laughs> I bet. So. I bet. For awesome. a lot of things. It said earlier this year, first generation 2007 iPhone sold it's for not more just than. A, it's not just a phone, Andrew. It's a way of life. It's an internet browser, too. It is. All right, everyone. That's all we've got for Whoa, this we're ending week. The show? We are ending the show. <laughs> I don't want to. I think it's time to go, Dick. More, I think you've more, had, I think more, you've had more. too much. <laughs> There's got to be more articles and stuff we could talk about. I mean, if you really want to. Well, look, up, look up the Willie Mammoth thing. See I did. I did look it up. They have $15 million in funding at Harvard to do what you were talking I, about. I knew it. That's crazy. So, What are we talking about? Well, they want to bring back the woolly mammoth. They so who? they're like I, Har- some researchers at Harvard. Yeah, they're they're trying to. Uh, they found the woolly mammoth's closest uh, relative, I guess, so to speak, and artificially inseminated with the DNA yeah. from a woolly mammoth into a female of the closest relative of the woolly mammoth, and they're supposed to be one being born at some point. And I think the the concept is if they bring back older species, it might help climate change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone, they're going to fart just like every other we're, animal. We're getting though. pretty desperate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is definitely grasping for straws. Let's bring back the T Rex. Yeah. Let's bring it back. <laughs> well, we can't get rid of diesel engines, so let's just go with the woolly mammoth. That's the next <laughs> logical thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I I think it's kind of fun. I'd pay to see it. I mean, if you're rich, I you, think so. Yeah. You can do yeah, whatever you want. It. I yeah. just can't even imagine. Those things are they're massive. I, I wonder if they're going to be the same size as they were because I believe the woolly mammoth was like two or three times the size of the average elephant. So I'm curious. To, we'll be to at the Renaissance Festival in a couple of years. <laughs> Ride the woolly mammoth. Watch I out would. for the tusks. Yeah, right. Oh man. All right. That's pretty well, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we went an additional two minutes for that. Okay. Well, let's talk about Ingenious <laughs> Brewing then. Yeah, we'll close up with Ingenious what's Brewing. What the, what's is this the next last, event? Yeah, what is this last beer I'm drinking, and what is the next event, if you know? Please tell uh, me. This. Yeah, we went a, lot of, a little out of order. I should have done this one earlier, but it's a, it's a plum pomegranate uh, fruit beer. So it's got you know tart plum skim notes with some juicy pomegranate backbone. 
the next event we're doing, man, I you know I don't know what the next thing we're doing is. I would have to. Thanks. You, can you could you pull up our social media maybe so we oh, could for look? Sure. Yeah, let's look. Let's pull up maybe Instagram. That'll it'll have if you can. If not, pull Facebook. it up on your iPhone one, Dick. Yeah. Yes. We'll have to wait thirty that, minutes, but with your two G connection, you got there. <laughs> hey Which, man, I was pretty baller with that. People thought I was the coolest dude. I mean, little did I know, I ripped so there off we go some right guy there. for seventy bucks. <laughs> that first one right there. That's our event schedule. We post this on our uh, Instagram. So it looks like we got emo night coming up. That's always fun. Uh, we just play a bunch of uh, emo music. You know, just get every night is emo night for throw, Dick. Throw some some black uh, eyeliner and right. on, and you know, just get like just get it, real man. weird. Listen to Morrissey. Yeah. Charcuterie class. I see that. That's always a lot of fun. Uh, I, I know she she'll teach how to like you know prepare the. Uh, Different charcuterie board. Hey, charcuterie, Dick, just in case you don't know, that's French for lunch meat. Did I say it wrong? Did you just school me? Is it charcuterie? Yeah, that's what you it's said. It's not right? charcuterie? Oh, I. I Is it know. like a tomato? To- yeah, I don't know. I didn't even pick up the fact you said that. No. I was like, God. Like, no, <laughs> when, look it up. No. Charcuterie, charcuterie. I don't know. I think you say it either way. And then we got Harry Potter trivia, um, you know, November. So we got to get some Harry Potter in there. Uh, and then we do this on, I think it's the first. Uh, Sunday of every month we do yoga in the brew house so That's like cool. you can come in the back with all the tanks nice. and we do like a yoga class in there just like I said trying to do fun fun stuff Hook and Butcher's great uh, that is a uh, steak and seafood uh, food truck that comes out they're gonna be there Saturday and Sunday um, Dick will be there for the yoga night he loves Downward Dog oh yeah yep that's his favorite um, but yeah, Thank we got you. some great events. Great events coming up. You can always find these posted it's on our. It's a yoga our, uh, pose. What are you talking about? It's a yoga pose. The 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 downward dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only one I know. <laughs> All right, stop staring at me. You're rude, <laughs> man. I mean, letting out my secrets. Uh, but yeah, we post these each week. That way, you can see what we have coming up. We also post our food trucks there to the left, um, and then there'll definitely be you know we'll post in there what specials are going on. So that, that's what you guys were asking about the special earlier. Yeah. Friday is full pours for half pour price, so you can get a full pour of beer for the price that you would pay for a half. You can get beer. half a beer, so you get a full beer for half the price. Okay, I was like, people order half beers. That's wild. Yeah, no. Well, this one the. Big yeah. boozy one we drank. Yeah. We only served this in four day ounce. Class. Actually, we okay. didn't even drink all of it. So, yeah, we didn't. This is half full still. Yeah. We, this is, yeah, it's a lot to drink. That's why we don't pour a full pint because, like, we would have to uh, probably instate that throw up uh, <laughs> right. fee. The, the puke fee. That's exactly right. So, yeah, come check us out. Uh, we're open Wednesday through Sunday. Always a good time. Great food, great beer, indoor and outdoor seating. So, you know, when it's when it's cold outside, you can get in the warm. When it's too hot outside, you can get in the cold. Just awesome. Real, real good time. Well, Matt, thank you for coming and joining us here again on the AOO Show. Yeah. Much appreciated. I don't know if you want to come back, but you're always welcome. Remember, everybody, Wednesdays, 10 a.m., new episodes drop like, share, subscribe, tell everyone it's amazing. And of course, go out and visit Ingenious Brewery.